Voice of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. Episode 200 of Radio Contra coming at you live from the Gorilla Camp, located deep in the heart of rural northern North Carolina. I, of course, am the Commandante of the Mossy Oak Militia, the blue-collar, workaday crowd out there that is struggling to make sense of the world, who is armed and screaming at the top of their lungs that they are not going to take this anymore and you shouldn't be taking this anymore and they are really throwing it up in our faces now Uh, the power structure the re-establishment of the uniparty Um, this this i tell you the 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 probably the most watched governor election or gubernatorial election let's uh let's use our terminology correctly here uh but the probably the most watched one in the united states uh very very closely watched in other parts of the world that much i can absolutely assure you and they are really throwing it up in your face of course uh the news agencies out there Uh, The mainstream media that uh, continues to lie to us about their objectivity. Uh, NBC, the national broadcasting company, which is, of course, owned by Universal, uh, formerly owned by GE and the Jeffrey Immelt machine over there. And, of course, we can't uh, leave out Microsoft NBC from that. The very wonderful marriage of corporatocracy, uh, capitalism, and government power, which the left has told us for over a century now is the very definition of fascism. Uh, I find it quite ironic, but they're telling us that in Arizona that Katie Hobbs, the uh, the Kristen Cinema look-alike, I think it's very interesting uh, that ev- these, these liberals that are transplants from California, uh, these white Karen liberals, they all seem to want to have the same look to them, uh, that, that are, that are coming from Southern California, uh, because that, that's where she emanated from and she immigrated to Arizona and comes out there. But of course they, they, 
do the same thing in in Oregon. Of course, now they have uh, even more troglodyte-ish looking women that, that are coming out of the, the woodwork in Oregon, in Washington, et cetera, et cetera. But they all have the same look to them, all right? That, that bookish look. They, they have their blonde hair that's curled, like, one combed uh, rather one way, and they have their glasses on, and they have a very well-rehearsed way that they speak. Oh, it's so meek. But make no mistake. Make no mistake. Despite the optics of the outward appearance, because in politics, everything is rehearsed. Okay, everything is rehearsed. This woman is rotten to the core. She is rotten to the core. And despite what the left is saying, and of course you have all of the, uh, all, all of the uh, nitties out there, well, you know, if, if Carrie Lake had just been a better, better candidate, well, you know, if, if Carrie Lake had just been this, Carrie Lake had been... Well, you know, I, I'm certainly not interested in the other side telling us what types of candidates that we need to be running. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Carrie Lake. If anything, she wasn't radical enough. Carrie Lake's wildly popular in the United States. Carrie Lake is wildly popular outside of Arizona. And Carrie Lake was wildly popular inside of Arizona and still is. And the fact that it has taken you this long and how many ballots are still out there that haven't been counted? Oh, we don't even know because it doesn't matter. They're fresh. The ink didn't even dry on them. (laughs) Have you people figured it out yet? Wake up. America. Wake up. The Uniparty has reestablished itself. And now they're telling you, well, you should have just went with the candidates that we were going to run, who weren't going to win anyway. They're controlled opposition. It's all part of a greater game. And when we can't win objectively, we'll just cheat our way to victory. It's not just the left that's doing it. The left is a complicit ally. The Republican Party at the national level, the grand old party, the grand old party. Where is this grand old party, by the way? Uh, Where is it? I I, want to know where it is. Um, It don't look like there's much grand about it. They were elbows deep, knee deep, armpit deep in it. That's right, Mitch McConnell, old Yertle the Turtle, withholding funds. And then, 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 they have the audacity to come out and say, well, you know, we spent that money and, and, and we, kept, we kept Lisa Murkowski. We kept, we, we kept Lisa Murkowski in the Senate, our esteemed colleague. Have you figured it out yet? Wake up. Wake up, America. Wake up. If you believe that you're going to vote your way out of any of this, 
I have beachfront property to sell you in the dead center of Iowa. The solution isn't going to be found on the national stage. No, no. Although there is an element that needs to be respected of that. But we need to be thinking locally because we are on a path now. We are on a path now that we are not going to get off of. We are not going to get off of. And the global stage is heating up. Ukraine has expended nearly all of the United States' precision-guided anti-armor munitions, including HIMARS, including Javelins, and they have depleted our stocks of AT-4s, which are unguided munitions, man-portable, small Ds, and even Carl Gustav's. It's all been reported. We are nearly black on 155 shells. Right? Black's a term that we use in, in the military when we say we're out of ammo. You know, we're black on something. Right? We, we've, we have a critical shortage of it. 155 artillery shells. We've run out of these. We have a 7 to 10 year turnaround time to become fully mission capable once more. Wake up, America. Wake up. Have you figured it out yet? Ukraine has expended it all stupidly because why wouldn't they? Uh, they, they are hideously ineffective on the ground. They're every bit as ineffective as, as what the Russians are, have been claimed to be. Um, I've been watching this whole dumb conflict uh, which was entirely avoidable, by the way. I've, I've watched it from the beginning. And I want to say something, too. If you call yourself a conservative and you in any way, shape, or form support the activities that are going on in Ukraine, you're not just a cons no conservative, uh, but you're an enemy of the people of the United States. Period. Period. End of discussion. End of story. You know, we, we don't need further debate. And the same people that are prosecuting this war are the same ones that lost the last two wars. Let that one sink in. Now that they have expended nearly all of their munitions and we have a seven to ten year timeline before we are fully mission capable yet again, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think comes next? On the plains of Ukraine that border the Russian Federation, winter is coming. And as soon as the ground is frozen once more and it's favorable to drive armor over, they're coming right over. Right? This was an awful strategy. It was played stupidly from the beginning. And the Russians have been fighting a very interesting style of warfare, of attrition, allowing the other side to gas itself out. That's exactly what's happened here. So, uh, for the ar all the, the armchair admirals out there, 
the junior geniuses that know nothing of land warfare, know nothing of strategy, and most importantly, have never worn a uniform. They never bothered to wear a uniform in their lives. You people are enemies of the people of the United States. Do you understand that? Do you recognize the gravity of such a comment? Because you have destroyed, the, the policies that you support have destroyed our capability here at home. And you've played right into the hands of people who want the destruction of the United States. Do you understand that? Wake up. Have you figured it out yet? Wake up. You have sacrificed the future and the prosperity of your children at the altar of nothing. Do you understand that? Wake up. Have you figured this out yet? Let these points sink in. Every one of these things are intertwined. Every single one of these points are related to one another. Every single one of them. And the destruction of your country, the theft of the republic has occurred right before your very eyes. And the fact that you are not up in arms about it, that you are not fired up about it, that you have not said no, proves just how far down the river we really are. It's pathetic. It's absolutely Pathetic, the land of the free, a republic if you can keep it. Well, America, you didn't keep it. You didn't keep it. And at the shrines of big tech, podcasts like this one continue to be censored. I am found nowhere. Radio Contra is found nowhere on the Podbean app. We went from consistently being ranked number one and then when there was an interval in between episodes when I'd have classes going on and I'd have to travel here and there and there would be weeks in between, you know, a week, week and a half or so in between episodes still not falling very far in the rankings due to the downloads and, and, you know, the wonderful nature of this audience to not even be ranked at all, not even being in there at all. Curiously enough, one day before the election, I'm sure that's no coincidence, and all of the, all of the uh, fellow podcast shows out there, Jess Kelly DC, Steve Bannon, right, Infowars, which was, uh, Podbean was the one platform Infowars was on, it's still there, but you have to look for it. Right, it's not in the rankings, so people can't find it easily, right? And that, that's exactly what's occurred here. And of course, Michael Moore is still ranked, uh, still ranked up there with five followers. So he's picked up another one. It was probably a bot, right? Uh, so, but you know, that 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 is another interesting thing is that uh, for all of the promotion that people like Michael Moore have gotten all of the airtime on the conventional media that they've they've received uh you know his his uh, documentary movies and I'll admit I'll admit that that uh Michael Moore 
having seen uh, a couple of his early documentaries that he's made, um, he he has talent for presenting a certain style of, of argument. You have to you have to respect that ability, even if you don't agree with something. You do have to respect someone's ability. But that being said, it, this by their own censorship and by their measures to censor true voices, genuine voices, the actual grassroots voices that are out there, when they make these motions to do this, one of the, the byproducts of that, we could sit, we could get angry, we could, you know, uh, vent our frustrations, and I'm pointing something out that, that's very, very important. The other big takeaway, though, that, that we have to point out that normally gets ignored among the, the noise and, and the sound and the fury, right? The point that normally gets ignored is look how many followers they don't have. Look how much of their audience they do not have and cannot gain. When Rachel Maddow, Rachel Maddow, right, the, the voice of the left, Right, the contemporary voice of the left, the militant, virulent left. In the marketplace of ideas, she can't generate more than a few thousand people to listen to her at any given point in time. The rest of it is astroturfed. Folks, it's fake. This is a fraud. When you have platforms that allow for the marketplace of ideas, the debate of ideas, they're exposed. They're resoundingly defeated. And they'll continue to be so. And so when you have a, a media figure that's been propped up all these years, gotten all this media attention, someone like Michael Moore, right? Avowed socialist, absolutely hates this country, hates the middle class. He said so many, many times. And I've got an upcoming episode where I'm going to break down what the left is actually talking about when they make these points. They can't win. They don't gain any followers. Because in the real world, at the street level, they don't have any support. It's all fake. It's a media production. It's a giant rubber monster. And it's the same way with these fraudulent elections. Do you really think that in Arizona, in the conservative areas where voting machines kept shutting down and they were turning away voters, it don't you dare tell me that it didn't happen because we saw it happen. We have the evidence where they had to tabulate voters' calculations, where they had to tabulate those ballots Days after the election and where mysterious rider trucks are coming in with bagfuls of ballots under armed guard. Where the Secretary of State of Arizona can certify her own election after walking into the ballot counting area. Wake up, America. Wake up. Have you figured this out yet? Where are the calls from the national level GOP leadership 
for intervention in this election. Where are the national level GOP leaders right now saying that there will be follow-on lawsuits? Where are they? Where are they? So the Republicans are uh, expected to take the House of Representatives. I am uh, still holding my breath. We shall see. Uh, we shall see. But I submit to you, whether that happens or not, who cares? What good's it going to do? What good's it going to do? So we know that the House of Representatives, or if you're you're a fan of idiocracy like I am, the House of Representing, right? Uh, we know that they they control the power of the purse. Are they going to follow through on the populist further right now? Are they going to begin to investigate wrongdoing and political targeting, political motivation on part of the FBI? Hmm? Internal biases. Are there immediate calls for the impeachment removal of office of Christopher Wray? Hmm? Are there questions as to why FTX, big cryptocurrency brokerage, which may very well be the largest political scandal of our time, that will not be investigated? Nothing will come of this. This is Epstein 2.0. Why repeated FEC violations and allegations of those violations were gone unheard by the FBI, uninvestigated by the FBI, certainly would have nothing to do with the mother of Sam Bankman-Fried being not just a major political donor to the Democrats, but the second biggest political donor to the Democrats. Hmm. (laughs) Ah, Wake up! Have you figured it out yet? The Republicans aren't going to investigate this, and you know why? Because they're in on it too. They got money out of it too. Richard Burr, outgoing retiring senator from the great old North State, my home here in North Carolina. How much money did he make before he announced his retirement? From the Senate. How much money has he made off of FTX? How much money did they all make off of it? They're never going to investigate themselves. We investigated ourselves and we found no wrongdoing. None whatsoever. We investigated this election and, and our America First candidate that was running well. You're, well, you know, it's just a, I, I'll tell you, it's, it's not the outcome that we had, had hoped. In Arizona, but it, 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 you know, it, 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 it just was the outcome of of the people. Mm-hmm. Have you figured it out yet? We are not going to vote our way out of this. We are not going 
to get out of this conundrum until you, you make that conscious decision to say no, no more. 200 episodes. 200 episodes of Radio Contra, and look at what all we have accomplished. And personally, uh, from from the bottom of my heart, having 200 episodes now, having 51 episodes of Sons of Liberty, and uh, we'll be having more. It's, it's just been a, a time issue. Uh, the training schedule has been extremely busy going throughout the remainder of the year. Uh, and, and, you know, it just, it, it is what it is, but, um, 200 episodes of Radio Contra and, and we're just scratching the surface, closing in on a half a million downloads and taking on a life of its own is, is really something that has been a big honor to me. Uh, and, and the connection that we've been able to make with this audience. And despite the censors, despite the efforts that has been made on part of big tech to shut podcasts like this one down, to shut alternative voices uh, aside from, from the official narrative down, right, and the controlled opposition that you find on, on outlets like Fox News, trying to shut us down, and yet we're still here. And we're not just still here, we're thriving. You know, the last episode, 199, got nearly 2,000 downloads. 1,000 of those downloads were within the first 12 hours of the podcast being posted. That's incredible. So despite the fact that they're trying to shut us down, and they're going to continue to try and shut us down, we're engaged in that fight. And you have two decisions at that point. Right? You have two decisions at that point. Do you back off and say, you know what, guys, you win. I'm going to throw my hands up. You win. I'm demoralized, and and you win. Or do you buckle down and you fight? You say, nah, I ain't backing down. I'm not backing down from you, and you don't scare me. I'm sorry. I'm not intimidated easily, and I don't get scared, and I don't run away from a fight, ever. I hit back, and that's exactly what we do. That's the whole reason that I have this podcast. It's the whole reason that I use the voice that I have and the voice of this community to get that out there. Because it's one thing if you're going to run around and you're going to complain about the world around you, and it's a whole other one if you take the responsibility and you stand up and you say, no, we're not allowing this anymore. This isn't going to happen. You have to be the change that you want to see in the world. And for a people to remain free, for a people to remain liberated from oppression, real oppression, for the posterity of your children, of your great nation that remains so, you stand and you fight. And a big part of that is making sure that the world can hear your message. These things are critically important. Your voice is critically important. Make it be heard in every way that you can. 
it is well beyond time for the silent majority in this country to stand up and not be silent anymore. And don't worry about what somebody else is going to do. Don't worry about their efforts to try and shut you down. Don't worry about what may happen. You can go your entire life wringing your hands about what might happen. Or you can make other people worry about what might happen on your terms. Take the initiative. Get out there. Rushbeater.org slash training calendar. Got a lot of dates up going into 2023. We're going to have a few more dates. Um, I have talked to Mike Von Steuben. And we're going to be getting up another support weapons course that is going to be up in December. We're going to be finalizing dates. So there's going to be a little bit more about that going up. And uh, my very good friend out west, Kay, from Combat Studies Group, has a ground rod course that's going to be held out west at the end of November. So that last weekend in November as we are getting into the Christmas season, he's going to be running ground rod. Definitely go check that course out. It is going to be up on his calendar over at Combat Studies Group. Uh, You can search Combat Studies Group and you will certainly find him. He's done a number of interviews with me here on Radio Contra and we're going to be doing another one again uh, by the end of the week. And me personally, I think uh, you know if you're out west and, and you have the ability to get into a ground rod course, I think that it is one of the most critical classes that you can take. You know, it, it, as far as uh, you know the the tactical stuff and you know running and gunning and all that, those things are important. But when we're talking about day to day life, the practicality of, of you know everyday tradecraft, you know how how to not get killed. On a daily basis, how to uh, you know penetrate uh, or uh, pen test your own defensive, you know the the way your your habits online. Um, stepping over my words here, but you know ground rod is is very very important for all of that. And and I'll I'll tell you this too. I haven't met anybody that's taken ground rod yet that had anything bad to say at all. And I can speak from experience. You know. Uh, Kay is a personal friend and a guy who is just really, he's, he's an absolute genius. Um, you, you owe it to yourself to, to have a seat in that class. So, uh, you know, I've got my own courses that are going on, but you got to build that community up too. you know, promote the other guys around you because they are your peers. All right. They are your peers. This is a community that we're in and and we all have the same objective and that's freedom. That's preservation of our Republic. That's freedom. And as we can see, you know, this, this is coming to a head and it's coming to a head rapidly. Um, You know, when there's a million directions that I could go with that. Um, But I think that that is left uh, as a topic for another day, perhaps later on in the week as we uh, as we are approaching the upcoming tactical signals exploitation course uh, but that being said folks there's a lot of anger in the air there is a lot of frustration as there absolutely should be and pressure is going to bust a pipe there, there's no way that it won't but 
I can tell you this, and, and this may offer uh, a bit of solace uh, in, in some ways and in other ways maybe not, but when you look at the leadership of this country at the national level, these people are buffoons. And they have literally pissed the nation away. They wasted away the wealth of generations. They have wasted away their country. We have a southern border that's not going to get closed. We have a police state that we are subjected to. Um, we are literally living in a, in a neo-feudal servant state where the oligarchs, the beneficiaries of the marriage of state capitalism, is literally breathing down our necks. And that gap, that very, very visible gap between the proletariat and the bourgeois without any hope for the lumpen proletariat, the middle class in the middle, there's no longer any sort of class mobility that has been created between the classes. And so when you couple all of that with the, the very real possibility that the dollar is going to collapse, number one, under its own weight, but the fact, and its debt, but the fact that there is now becoming a parallel currency in a parallel economy that is emerging with BRICS, we're in a lot of trouble. The fact that things like FTX, right, which is a very visible scam that was being run, cryptocurrency exchange, scam that was being run to launder money from Ukraine back to the Democrats. Now you know where all those trillions of dollars went and how it can go belly up literally overnight. Folks, if you're not paying attention to all of that and you're not taking every waking moment you can right now to get yourself more prepared for an uncertain tomorrow, I don't know what else to tell you. We don't do what we do because this is just fun, right? I do have a lot of fun teaching classes, but I do it for a reason. I can have a lot of fun doing a lot of other things, right? But I do this for a reason. Anyhow, with that said, folks, keep your heads on a swivel. This FTX thing, by the way, which I've tap danced around, talked about a bit, but haven't dove too deep into. This one is going to get worse. They're going to try and bury this story. Uh, but as long as Sam Bankman fried, uh, what a name. Uh, when, when I first saw this kid's name and, and, and saw what was going on, I didn't think his name was real. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be diving into this further. This one is only going to get worse. And uh, as long as this kid, he, he is in custody down in the Bahamas. Uh, he was trying to escape to uh, non-extradition territory. Um, first it was Argentina, then he was looking at a couple of other places, and he, he didn't make it. Um, this is Epstein 2.0, and just like what we found out with Epstein didn't go anywhere, I don't think this one will either, but the more that gets covered in the alternative media, and the more that, that 
that comes to light about this, they, they are eroding their own power structure, uh, the legitimacy of their own base, and understand that all they have left at that point is force. The only way that you maintain legitimacy is force. And so, you know, like what, what's taught to 300-level sociology students is that force is the culmination of a failure of any other means to provide authority and maintain authority. And that's what you end up with. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as we go forward. You have power, folks. God bless. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. And consider supporting one of our wonderful sponsors out there, John Dislin with Nehemiah Strong. You can find that book at johndislin.com. Use the checkout code SCOUT1. CivilDefenseManual.com, Jack Lawson's two-volume set. I read the communications chapter in it. Blacksmith Publishing, Mr. Paul LeFevre and Mike Blackburn, two Special Forces legends. They wrote the Small Unit Tactics Handbook that is used in the SF, Special Forces Small Unit Tactics course, as part of the larger Green Beret qualification course. And last, certainly not least, my very good friend, Joe Dolio, with his Tactical Wisdom series. You can find him and his blog, tacticalwisdom.com. God bless, folks, and I'll be talking to you again very, very soon. Zensi Scout, out. Oh,